Thank you so much. God bless you guys. And I, don't, uh, I don't know what to do with that except I love the family of God. I love the body of Christ. I think the Lord is so amazing. And I love to exalt Him. You know, I'll say this about worship. God is not looking for worship. He's looking for worshipers. And it's so important. And a friend told me once, he said, when you come to church, let God be your audience. So you don't have to look at anybody else, but you're here to exalt God. And that simplifies it all. So um, I usually don't take time, but this book, uh, Pastor Darrell helped me a lot with this, but this is uh, all about Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, what happens when you acknowledge God. God goes unacknowledged, people go unacknowledged, and there's such a key if we just learn to acknowledge God. If things are going good, acknowledge Him. If things are going bad, acknowledge Him. But this principle has changed my life. In fact, I've written 14 books, and this book I've had more response. In fact, most people order several more copies after they, they get it. I don't, I don't understand that, but I'm just thankful. And I've had the book Confronting Jezebel out for quite a while, but if you have a Jezebel in your life or want one, uh, the chapter five I talk about characteristics of Jezebel. Number one, they're never wrong, never. That's a control freak, male or female. And then the book Discerning and Defeating Ahab is about the passivity. Jesus was not aggressive like Jezebel. He was not passive like Ahab. He was assertive. Go and sin no more. That's assertive. And, but I wrote this book out of my own pain. Pretty much every chapter is about me. I've changed the names, but it just tells the stuff I went through. And uh, then this book, you can hear the voice of God. I found about 10 different ways the Holy Spirit speaks. This thing has gone all over the world, but I just love to hear from God. I think it's the neatest, neatest experience. Um, you heard about the 85-year-old guy that had AIDS. He had one in each ear. Uh, <clears throat> pretty corny. Pretty corny. But uh, it's good to meet Dean Merrill. I've heard about him for well over 100 years, and uh, I just such an honor to meet you finally. But I saw refreshing coming on your life, refreshing and sweetness. These next years, they're going to be inundated with refreshing and sweetness. But I saw the Lord like He's pulling you to Himself, almost with a jealousy. And there's times He's going to require you where he wants more access to hear him. And it's going to be amazing. I just see that happening so much. Um, wow. Man, I feel good in my spirit. I just feel good in my spirit. Um, we're going to talk about pressing, pushing through. Press pushing through. And uh, it's good to see Yuki drove all the way from Macomb, Illinois, to be here this morning. This morning? Wow, God bless you. This is the hungriest girl I've ever met, and uh, she'll, she'll go anywhere, be in the presence of the Lord. But uh, hallelujah. Um, this principle is all through the Scripture, but I think if God has a frustration, 
which he couldn't because he doesn't have any weakness, but it would be that people don't press in enough. God wants to do more. God wants to say more. And most of us plateau and we stop listening. We stop paying attention. And Paul says uh, in this scripture, uh, the, Jesus said, uh, exactly, the law and the prophets were until John, this is Luke 16, since that time, the kingdom of God has been preached and everyone is pressing into it. Would you say that? Everyone. Part of this Christian life is pressing in. You've got to press in for victory. You've got to press in for healing. You've got to press in for answers. Paul said, not that I've already attained, Philippians 3, but am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which for what Christ Jesus also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, which probably are both good and bad things, and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. All my life, because I've traveled forever, I have to deal with crowds. Airports are so crowded. I, everything in me just wants to slap a few people uh, because it, it's so frustrating. You have to wait in lines, you have to pray. But in life, there's always a crowd to deal with. There's always a crowd. We were talking last night about the, these guys that had this friend, this paraplegic friend, and, and they brought him to the house to be prayed for, but they got there and the crowd was too big. In your life, you've got to press through crowds. The crowd was too large, and, and instead of going away and just saying, well, we'd give it our best shot, they, they asked for revelation. I believe God gave them a revelation. Why don't you get up on the roof? Why don't you create some kind of apparatus you can lower him down? <laughs> Wouldn't have been too easy. Plus, probably made the guy mad that ripped his roof off. But, but anyway... They didn't give up, and they pressed through until they were able to lower this man in front of Jesus, and he got healed. I was driving to preach in Greenville recently, and from Birmingham to Greenville is not that bad a drive, except you've got to go through Atlanta traffic. And there's about 30 miles there in 45 minutes where you're just in the traffic. I hate traffic. And I felt like after I finally got through the Atlantic traffic, there should be somebody there giving me some kind of award because I made it. But I pressed through the traffic because I wanted to go to Greenville. People don't press through enough. My wife has this term. She says, you know, I felt like taking a nap, but, but I'm going to push through. Instead of taking a nap, I'm just going to push through. I've got a lot to do, and then I'll sleep later. A lot of, she loves to exercise, which I... She always wants me to go to the gym with her. And I'd rather be beat up by a motorcycle gang. But, but uh, we go, but she says, if you go, you'll feel better. If you press through, you'll, it'll be worth it. And there's so many things in life we have to press through. But I think what frustrates God is, is people just kind of settle. They don't, God has more to say. God has more to do. God has more to, to tell us. But we just kind of go through the motions. I believe churches are great places to hide from God because you can go in and you can go through the motions and yet you're not pressing. 
But if you press, think of that woman with the issue of blood. She pressed through the crowd. She pressed. And you know, the Lord has given me this understanding that a lot of times there's members in the crowd that you have to get by. One of the members in the crowd is distractions. You ever been going to look up something on the internet and you go to your phone and all of a sudden you see three messages and 20 minutes later you say, I forgot what I was going to do because you were distracted. And the devil's main trick is to distract, to get us preoccupied with something other than the presence of God. And believe me, he doesn't have to work very hard to distract. The other trick of the enemy is self-satisfaction. The devil would love you to just be in a this place of self-satisfaction. But we need to live a life where we're always putting a pull, we're always putting a demand. This room is full of power. If you don't believe it, I challenge you to take a paper clip and put it into one of these outlets. <laughs> You'll feel some power. God's the same way, but God has to be plugged into. It doesn't happen automatically. He doesn't just come down to do it. We want that. It's like driving by the gym doesn't do you any good. I wish it did, but, but it's like we have to press. In this crowd, this woman had to get through things. I thought one of the first members of the crowd is Mr. Unworthiness. You've got to get past him because God has made you worthy. You've got to get past discouragement. You've got to say, you know, this is discouraging, but there's something. I, and you have to tell this fat guy in front of you, get out of the way because I'm going to press through I believe God gave this woman the idea, I'm going to heal you, but you've got to press through the crowd. And there was a reason she was pressing through, because I believe God let her know, if I can just get through this crowd, he told me he'll heal me. And maybe God's going to do that in your life. He said, I'm going to do some more for you, but I want you to press through the crowd. And there's crowds everywhere. There's traffic everywhere. There's hindrances everywhere. But if you'll press, he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Hallelujah. There's all kinds of members in that crowd. It's not going to work. God doesn't care. There, there's all kinds of people there that represent, you've tried this before and it didn't work. But how sad it is when this woman got healed and she pressed through and she got around the last big boy and Jesus said, who touched me? The disciples had no clue. Well, we, everybody's touching you. They all denied it. Listen, I've been in church for years. I've never touched you. But you're supposed to touch him. <laughs> my favorite verse, in, in, I think, in the entire Bible is, and it changed my life, it's in Mark 6, the last verse. He said, wherever he entered into villages, cities, or the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged that they might just touch the hem of his garment. The next sentence is absolutely amazing. And it says, and as many as touched him were made well. It didn't say as many as he touched. So you have to come to God. And you have to be in a group like this and say, I'm here to touch him. God may not touch me, but I'm going to touch him. And that's the mentality we have to have because you have to press Expectation, I've learned, is a key. Expectation puts a demand on God. Hallelujah. I love 
Mark 16. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with accompanying signs. It didn't say Jesus went out and preached. It said they went out and preached. So God doesn't work for you. He works with you. Amen. We want God to work for us because it would be so easy. But he'll work with you. I was in a meeting in Quincy, Illinois. I've probably told you this. It happened last March 25th. But there was a word one night in a minister's conference. And here it was. Somebody here, you have a, you've injured your eye. No one responded. So this guy was there, a pastor. His, his name is, he's in uh, DeLon, Texas, and he's, he's a long way from home. But a few years ago, he'd been using a weed eater. The head flew off, and it hit him in the eye, and he's totally blind in his eye. Been totally blind for three years. His wife, his 12-year-old daughter, chewed him out on the way home. She said, Dad, that word was for you. Why didn't you get up? And he, he, he said, well, next time. And the next night he came, he thought, I'm going to. And there was another word from God. There's somebody here with, um, you've had uh, surgery. And so, and it didn't work. And he said, I've had my eye taken out of the socket six times. And they put it back in. They can't get it to work. So he said, this is me. He's going to press in. He walks up front. He stands there. We prayed for a long time. I bet for 30 seconds or more. And I said, what are you seeing? Do you, is it better? He said, yeah, I'm seeing. And I said, how much, 10%? He said, oh, no, more like 80 or 90%. And his eye was totally restored after being blind for three years. But he pressed in. The first night he didn't press in because that's what happens to people. God says something and we think, well, it's probably for somebody else. It's probably not me. That spirit of unworthiness is such a stronghold in the body of Christ. You never have children come up and say, listen, dad, mom, I just want to tell you, I don't feel worthy to be a part of this family. Why don't you consider giving me up for adoption? Children never say that. They just say, I want more. I want more. And we got to have that same attitude. Praying with Pastor Kevin this morning in Indiana, he says, he said, I'm going to talk about, you can pour water on a rock or you can pour water in a sponge. Same water. But a lot of times ministering, you feel like you're pouring it on a rock. But God's saying, just be a sponge. Hallelujah. You know the biggest crowd we have to deal with? It's a crowd in our mind. Thoughts. you got to press through thoughts. And I've told you, you know, how my wife, the other day, I went out and got a big stack of mail, and I said, what was in the mail? How'd you do? She said, I threw it all away. She said, it was all junk mail. And I've learned something. Most of our thoughts are junk mail. And we got to, you know, we have to take the responsibility, casting it on imaginations. And I'm so guilty, but so many thoughts take up our time. You ever think, I'm going to spend some time praying? And what's the devil do? He says, you need to clean the garage. <laughs> and, and I'm going to go clean the garage. And the Lord said, it's been that way since 98. You know, why are you going to do it now? You know, it, it's like, 
and, and the devil just does anything to throw a thought there that'll distract us because he's a distractor. But there's a crowd in our mind. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in God through the pulling down. We've got to get more aggressive against thoughts. Wow. So, you know, I was thinking about faithfulness, fruit of the Spirit, faithfulness. But, you know, some guy might say, well, I'm faithful. I've never been unfaithful to my wife. But you know what? That isn't divine faithfulness. Faithfulness is when you're contributing to the marriage. You say, well, I've never been unfaithful. When it's when supper time, I'm here. <laughs> when it's bedtime, I'm here. That's not being faithful. Faithful is when you're making a commitment. I'm going to contribute to this marriage. I'm going to add to this marriage. When the shouting stops, I'm going to keep talking here. But uh, the... the there's a crowd. There's always a crowd to deal with. The only place there's not a crowd is the salad bar and the weight room. You don't have to deal with crowds at all. But you think about that scripture. Jesus said, enter by the narrow gate because you've got to press in the narrow gate. You've got to get past some stuff. Wide is the gate. Broad is the way where most people want to go because it doesn't take any effort, but it leads to destruction, but narrow is the way that leads to life. Acts 14 says, Paul was stoned and drug out of the city. They supposed he was dead. Disciples gathered around him. He rose up. When they had preached the gospel to that city, they made many disciples. They returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch, strengthening the souls of the disciples exhorting them to continue in the faith and saying, we must, through many tribulations, enter the kingdom of God. So I'm learning to challenge lies. Don't just ignore a lie, challenge it. If the devil says you're a failure and you have an odd-shaped head, say no. I'm not a failure. In fact, God has his hand on me, and God's going to give me a breakthrough beyond my dreams. Wow. When I was getting married, a pastor said, Steve, is, your, is Melody a planner? And I thought, well, who cares, you know? As long as she can kiss, I don't care. But, but uh, man, is my wife a planner. And I've never been a planner. I just kind of shoot from the hip, but man, did I learn something about planning because you have to choose. God always brings us to a choice. Here's a crippled guy in John chapter 5. Been there for years and years and years. Jesus steps over a bunch of bodies, gets to him and said, with all due respect to the Son of God, I think it's a stupid question, do you want to be made well? But God always says that. Do you want to be made well? Do you want to press in? Because we prayed about our own afflictions. My wife had a lot of back pain. We prayed, and God didn't do it instantly, but he did it over time. We pressed in. And there was just different issues where you have to press in. If God doesn't answer immediately, what does it say? Seek 
Ask, seek, and knock. And there should be one more. Kick the door down. You know, because we have to press. Don't be, don't be satisfied. I was thinking that girl with, in, in Matthew 15 talks about the demon-possessed daughter. It said this woman's daughter was severely demon-possessed. How many agree with me? That would be hard on the furniture if no other reason. And it says she came to him, and the first thing Jesus did was he didn't answer her a word, which I think that makes you more desperate. I'm talking to God, but you're not saying anything. But then his, his disciples finally said, if you're not going to answer, please send her away. She's driving us bananas. And he said something like, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. In other words, legally, she's a Gentile. It's not her time. Next thing said that she worshipped him. Something always changes when you worship. You don't know what to do? Worship. And he said it's not good to take the children's bread and give it to the dogs. Almost an insulting statement. But she was so pressing. She said, well, yeah, but even the little dogs eat the crumbs. She was saying, I don't need a smorgasbord. All I need is you to throw a crumb my way. When I come to church, I look for crumbs. We used to have a dog that was, the vet. I took him to the veterinarian. He said, whatever you do, it was a little Bichon. He said, whatever you do, don't give this dog human food. It'll ruin his digestive system. And he's a good doctor. He's the same one I use. Uh, but, but, he's, but he's, as he said that, we made it point. We're not going to ever give that dog table food. But the dog would sit around the table anytime there's a meal. I know I'm not allowed to eat human food, but anything that hits the ground is mine. And I challenge you, when you pray, look for crumbs. When you come to church, look for crumbs. A crumb, and, and, you know, the Lord kind of said, I wasn't going to answer your prayer, but you got me on that one. Yes, Lord, but even the puppies eat the crumbs. You got me. Go your way. Your daughter's healed. Go your way as you have determined the word thalo. You've already made up your mind. She was delivered. I want to tell you, God wants to do more for every one of us. My own, my own deal is I, I relax, but I have to press in. You know, it's interesting that reading through the New Testament one time, I noticed Jesus never prayed for anyone. He prayed, but he never prayed for anyone. The only place he did pray was at the tomb of Lazarus, and he said these words. He said, Father, I thank you that you've already heard me. And I know that you always hear me, but because of the people who are standing by, I'm saying this, that they might believe that you've sent me. So Jesus probably had seen Lazarus raising from the dead hours earlier when he was in prayer. But he never prayed for people. He said, go your way, your son lives. He spit on one guy, what I'm going to try in a few minutes, but, but he, he said, go wash. And he, he, he never prayed for people. He prayed. But when he ministered to people, he let the Father talk to him, and he spoke the word. The crazy thing is, he never told you to pray. He said, you shall lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Why? Because the power of God's in you. He said, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead freely as you have 
receive, freely give. We don't know who's in us. We don't, we don't recognize the power of the Holy Spirit who's in us to deliver us. Wow. So don't you appreciate the Lord? He's so good. The Bible says, choose life. He said, I've set two doors before you, death and life. And kind of like, in case you're slow, choose life. But I've learned something. It's not just the day you're saved. You've got to choose life every day. Many times a day. When somebody gives you that unusual signal in traffic, choose life. Maybe four of his fingers were cut off in some kind of accident. I don't know. But, but you know, there's, in other words, choose life. I guarantee you, if you're living for God, you're going to have 25 times a day, you're going to have to say, I'm going to make a decision here. Am I going to choose death or am I going to choose life? If you have an argument with your spouse and you leave the room, you're choosing death. If you say, I'm going to sit down, we're going to talk about it, you're choosing life. And there's choices all day long to choose life or choose death. But it all includes pushing through. There's all, you're going to be surrounded by crowds. I don't think it's going to change. I couldn't believe that how little traffic there was this weekend. Then he said, it's the weekend. So I thought, well, I'm going to start pushing through tomorrow. But I hate traffic. I hate crowds. I hate the resistance. But it's part of life because he's the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You're going to be opposed, but on the other side of that... There's going to be victory. Hallelujah. Victory. Amen. Wow. Did uh, Zach leave? He, he talked to me a minute before the service. He was telling me about the healing he got in his back last year. He's, he's with the kid. Oh, he's with the kid. Okay, thank you. But he had, a, he had a marvelous healing because he said, I couldn't work out anymore just paralyzing pain in his back but there was a word about it he got healed he's telling me about it so we serve a God that's willing to do stuff I wish everything happened instantly I wish everything was instant gratification but press through through many tribulations we got to press through kingdom of God suffers violent but everyone takes it everyone presses their way into it it's part of the assignment part of how it works hallelujah We're going to pray about people having neck problems this morning. Uh, I'm going to pray for a bunch of stiff neck people. Uh, but is there anybody that's been, you, your marriage is right at 22 years. Is there anybody here that way? Your marriage is at 22 years. Just Anybody? Because I felt like we're supposed to pray for a couple, but you're right there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Run up here a second, and then let's do it. And then is there a, yeah, come on, come on. And is there a couple here that you've been married about 10, I believe 10 and a half years. Does that fit anybody here? You've been married right at 10 and a half years. Pretty sure you're here, just don't be shy. Press in, yeah, that's good. Press, 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 hallelujah. That's you guys, ten and a half? Mm -hmm. 
Well, you're right in there. That's close enough. So, your name? Rick. Rick and? Megan. Megan. So, 22 years? 22 years. How many good years? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but, uh, but usually when God gives a word like this, there's something to do with breakthrough. So, God, we just declare the breakthrough that these two need. We just ask you for God for more. I see such abundance coming. I see such financial increase coming. I see the Lord, uh, he's, through the things you've been taught, but he's saying you've graduated. You've passed the tests. And get ready, because you're being pulled off the shelf. God's going to use you to breathe life into people. God's going to give you opportunities, because that resurrection power is going to flow through you. And there's many people around you with needs. There are needs in many, many ways. They're dysfunctional in many ways. But the word of the Lord is going to rise, and he's going to speak with clarity. You take care of God's business, God's going to take care of you. He, God is going to, God's going to fulfill and fulfill and fulfill. And the blessing, especially even financially, is good. it will not stop. God bless you. Thank you sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You guys. Hallelujah. Pushing 11 years there, huh? So... Thank you, Lord. Your name is? Jeff. Jeff and? Leah. Leah. That's your final answer? Yeah. So, Lord, we thank you today for Jeff and Leah. We thank you for your hand upon their lives. You know, I see you're not to overthink, but you're to say, God, we're responding. We're receiving it. We're like these sponges that are going to soak in all you're doing. You have need of God, but God has need of you. And he needs, and he's going to press you like a sponge to let his mighty spirit flow. There's family members, there's relatives that don't know the Lord, but they're going to know him. And God's going to send a revival in your family. He's going to send it. It's going to touch lives. It's going to touch sisters. It's going to touch brothers. It's going to touch people because it's being sent by God. Hallelujah. And if you've had time to rest, I hope you enjoyed it because you're going to be busier than you've ever been because the Lord is using you. And he's going to make a lot of things that this world gets distracted by. He's going to make them like dead. You're going to just feel this is that doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't count anymore because what God is doing is foremost in our minds. Hallelujah. Do you have something? No, I thought she was going back. So, <laughs> so again, yeah, she might. If she doesn't, I'll push her in a minute here. So, uh, glory to God. Get ready, man. Get ready. You are on the verge. You're in God's quiver. Getting ready. Bless you, man. Bless you. Wow. Holy Spirit is amazing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's, uh, let's just pray real quick for people. I just felt walked in here today like God's going to heal Nick's. He's just going to heal Nick's. And, you know, a girl last night said she was at the hub and her neck, she'd been in a bad car accident, but she said her neck's never bothered her again. And man, when you have neck trouble, you're, in, you're having pain. So people that you have issue about your neck, just run down here saying, we'll just, we'll just pray with you. It's a good day to, okay. I'm so tired of praying for him, but, but, uh, he, but uh, we, just, we just want to receive. We just want to receive. 
of you that are coming down, which one was an injury, a neck injury? Herniated neck. Car accident, okay. Same with you. And what is your name? Cindy. Cindy. So, Lord, we agree with Cindy. We agree with the Holy Spirit that you're touching Cindy right now. Lord God, we thank you for the complete healing, the complete healing, the complete healing. In the last decade, there's been so many conflicts and there's been things that have, you've had to fight through, but the, but the Holy Spirit is, is settling a lot of issues. And this is the beginning of yours. This is the beginning of uh, enjoying the fruit of what God has. Yes, it is. Hallelujah. Uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. First name is... Marianne. Marianne. Lord, we just thank you, Marianne. Lord, for Marianne, we thank you for healing her neck completely. We thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I feel these... I just feel heart's desires being added. Lord, let it be she doesn't have neck issues anymore, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Feel good about you. I feel good about your life and the direction you're on, the track you're on, the journey you're on. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Your name is? Meg. Meg. Who's that guy you're sitting next to? Vince. <laughs> come, come down here a second. So. How many years you guys been together? He won't know. But he won't know. No, he, <laughs> 30, huh? yeah. Almost 30. Almost 30? This month. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Lord, we bless Meg. We bless her with healing in her God, we're agreeing with the Holy Spirit. Yes, yes, yes. It's your idea, God. It's your idea to heal her this morning. Yes. We just thank you for it. And Lord, we bless them both. We thank you for these 30 years. We thank you, Lord, to give them more. Yes. I hear, I hear the sentence from the Lord, icing on the cake. God's getting ready to add. You believe God through some turbulence, through some storm. You've chosen to believe God, and God rewards and you're, you're entering a new level. You're entering a new place. And the Lord is going to be, he's going to, I see him so specific, so guiding you. You're in a new level. That's what I see, a new level. Yes. Hallelujah. Your neck, where's your partner? Is she, is she back here? Shelly. Yeah. I'm Jonathan. Jonathan and Shelly. How many kids do you have? Four? Seems like more, but... Uh, yeah, it, feels, it feels like more. Yeah, yeah. he's the oldest. Yeah. So, so Lord, we thank you for Jonathan. We thank you for Kelly. We just thank you, Lord, for healing this neck, oh God. We just declare it's your day. It's your assignment. It's your appointment. We just thank you for healing. And Lord, we bless this family. We bless them family. Lord, we bless the family and that they will... I just see you like observers, not missing what God has. Anointed eyes to see what God is doing. And I keep hearing the word effective. God's going to make you both more and more effective in, in, in ministering to people. We're all called to the ministry, but there's, a, there's an effectiveness that God's going to enlarge your influence. He's going to enlarge your borders. He's going to, but he's going to make you effective. And you're in the will of God. You're on the right track. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Pastor Kevin, you guys, Pastor Kevin this morning said to tell you, Pastor, you are on the right course. Amen. You know, we don't want somebody else's course. We want our right, course. Right, right. 
but he just see, he keeps praying for you. He just sees all these, he just sees all this going on, that God is pleased, and there's a there's an amazing fruitfulness. But you're doing what you're supposed to do. It, 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 not everything has your name on it, but this has your name on it, and this is this is God. And Lord, we thank you for the, just the increase yes. of your mind and the increase of the vision and the increase of the dispensing of power. Yes, Lord, we thank you for changed lives. Yes. I see so many people coming in these doors that are broken, hurt, but they're being delivered. Thank you. The resurrection power thank you, Jesus. is hitting them. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for the new... There's just like a new dimension of, of guidance, knowing the mind of the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. God's putting life, 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 life. You've tasted dry places. You've tasted places, that, but those days are over. Those mm -hmm. days are over. Thank you, God. And Lord, we thank you for life mm -hmm. flowing, ministry flowing, no hindrance to it. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know, if you don't, if you died today, and I'm pretty sure you won't, but but uh, there's already reward in heaven. That's what mm -hmm. Kevin keeps saying that too. There's a big reward in heaven. So Amen. praise God. Amen. Thank you. But I feel like things are just beginning. There's a, there's a major stirring. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. So Jeffrey. Yes. Lord, help it that we don't have to pray for Jeffrey anymore. God, we just thank you, Lord, for healing his neck today. We thank you for that perfect manifestation of your healing grace, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord's taking care of that. Next thing, Lord, we just declare. How long have you guys been married now? Almost three years. Almost three years, wow. Lord, we just ask you to heal this neck and also just to continue to bless them. And it's like you've been walking through a wilderness, but nothing bad about your marriage, but it's been like you've been weaving and, and you're coming into a clearing. You're leaving the, the wilderness and uh, so much is making sense and so much is you're tasting fulfillment and the taste is going to be better than it's ever been, just the taste of the goodness of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Feel good about you kids. Wow. First name. Anya. Anya. Lord, we thank you for healing Anya's neck. We just praise you, God, for today that... The virtue is flowing, the virtue is flowing, the virtue is flowing. Hallelujah. And that's just one of many things. God, I hear him saying, I'm going to break every chain. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Let's pray for Dr. or for Pastor Merrill Sr. a second. Kevin, Pastor Kevin, a friend of mine in Daryl's that lives in Indiana, he... He had a word about him. He's never met him, but he had a word about him. And Lord, we just declare the healing he needs. And just, God, that you said that things are going to improve in this area, oh God. So, God, we just agree with that word. We agree with the Holy Spirit who enunciated it through someone who doesn't even know him. God, we thank you, Holy Spirit, for the renewing of memory of that my all those areas. Just improve, let, let there be improvement. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Thank you. Wow, thank you, Lord. I trust the Holy Spirit. I'll tell you, 
you know how I live this way. Things don't happen when I talk to God. Things happen when God talks to me. <laughs> That's the big difference. Oh, don't you appreciate the Lord? He's, he's so here with us and he's so kind. And I just pray you all get this message today that I'm going to push through. Let it be part of your life. I'm going to push through. I'm going to push through. I don't know what this brother, what you've been going through. Your name is? Bill. Bill. And your name? Angela. Ed? Angela. Angela. Lord, I thank you for Bill today. I don't know what you're going through, but I just felt like I'm supposed to pray for you. So God, we just bless Bill today. We bless him with your strength. We bless him with your willingness to let your resurrection power flow. God, any stuff he's dealing with in his physical body, we declare your healing, healing, grace, and power. I don't hear anything, but I know God's working, Bill. I, I can feel him working. And Lord, we just thank you for Edgela. We thank you, Lord, for the work of your Holy Spirit in her life. You have God's heart, and you, there's a compassion that you, God has given you, and there's a burning inside of you that is going to touch many, many lives, this Holy Spirit burning. And after all you've been through, you're going to say, you know, it's been worth it. It's been worth it because of what God has brought me through and what God has done in me as a result of many trials and so forth. Amen, 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 amen. Sweet God, hallelujah. He's here. He's among us. I think I'll preach one more sermon. Just kidding. Uh, but I want to pray for, just met Christina this morning. But Lord, I, I bless today. I bless Christina. I bless the work of her hands and the work of the ministry. I bless her with the, the mind of Christ. I bless her with the increase. The increase. You know what I keep hearing, the Holy Spirit saying these words, you will not grow weary. <laughs> you will not grow weary. But you're, you're going to have strength to finish and complete what God has had you do. And there's a promise from God. The strength is going to abide. His strength is going to be there. And you're, he's with you to the end. He's with you. Lord, we declare advancement. We declare more than she's ever experienced. We declare, God, the, the power and the working of the Holy Spirit. Let there be more. We declare the fruitfulness, oh God. Thank you, Lord. I just feel like God's just nodding his head. He's saying, yep, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Hallelujah. Do you have a daughter? Yeah, I have two daughters. Two daughters. The older one seems like we're supposed to pray for her. What's going on with her? You don't know. But I have the other one that I'm closer to. Yeah. She's been young. Yeah. I'm not sure what this is about, but we just we just bless them both. The one she's close to and the one she's not as close to. But God, we bless them. That your your mind. I don't know. You're gonna you're gonna see some wonderful changes. So we just receive. Amen. 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 Uh, I want to pray 
for Susan and I, Lord, I thank you today for Susan. I thank you for your wonder-working power. You're going to taste joy that's like a river overflowing its banks. And I just see God working a lot of kinks out, a lot of things that, that are like interruptions. And Lord, we just thank you for taking care of everything that concerns Susan. I hear this about you too, that you're on the right track. There's a right track. Hallelujah. I want to pray for, is, is this Susan as well? Yes, Susan. Lord, I thank you for Susan number two. I thank you, Lord, for her life. I thank you, Lord, for, uh, I see the Lord working with you. I see the Lord balancing everything in your life. It's like there's a lot of stuff, but there's a balance. And there's a, this help from the Holy Spirit that is there just to keep you flowing and going. I don't know why, I, don't, I just see this so vividly, but it's like the Holy Spirit is with you and you're growing more than you realize. You're prospering more than you realize. You're, that he's adding to you daily. But he's got your back as well. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for Susan. Man, I just feel like I'm pronouncing something over you that is just so life-long, life-giving. Don't be weary in well-doing, he says. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. So today... I feel like we've learned a lot. I mean, I've learned a lot. Just, I've, I'm guilty of everything I preach. I'm guilty, but I just feel like this is the mind of the Lord. Take on an attitude. I'm going to press more. I'm going to push more. I'm just going to push more. And the Lord is going to fulfill. He gratifies. Biblically, he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Hallelujah. We got a minute here, but uh, is there anyone here with a terminal illness that we just need to pray about? I've, I'm not sure if they are or not, but is there, is there somebody facing a, a terminal thing like that you've been diagnosed with? Okay, that's good. We just don't want to miss anything the Lord is doing. If you have trouble sleeping through the night, if you get insomnia of those issues, we're just going to pray a second. But if you do, if you have that, in, that lack of sleep and it's frustrating, right now, just stand to your feet. And there may be several of you, but we're just going to receive. Lord God, we receive the gift of sleep. We receive the gift of sleep, the gift of rest. We break through your power, through your spirit. We break a spirit of insomnia, a spirit of that whatever robs rest and robs sleep, we break it through the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. You can be seated. There's somebody that's had a lot of accusations thrown at you recently, and I just see God neutralizing that. If that's you, just embrace it. The Lord will do the rest. He's going to neutralize that. Thank you, Lord. There's somebody that had like a wreck 10 years ago or more, a long time back, 
but it's still that part of your body suffers with that pain caused from it. God's touching you today. Who is that person? Where are you at? Was that a wreck? Yeah, that was. So we just, we just agree with you. Has that been about 10 years ago? Yeah, at least. At least. So, Lord, we just agree with the Holy Spirit. We agree with what you're doing, with what you're saying. We agree in Jesus' name. That you're, you said, Lord, you're working on this part of her body that was injured, that was damaged. We declare it done. We declare, God, that you're the healer and you're doing it. This is your idea, and we're in agreement. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Now, you will see results because that came from God. That came from God. Lord, I pray for Yuki today. I thank you for her life. I thank you for her hunger for you. I thank you for the passion she has for you. Lord Jesus, we just speak release on her life. Release, God, release. There's so much inside you to give. I just see your, there's so many resources God has put in you. And there's just, I just see a, a variety of promotions, additions, things God's adding to your life. Lord, we, de- we declare the breakthrough she needs in this specific area, oh God. We declare the breakthrough that she's getting help from heaven. You're dispatching angels to help her. You're doing this in her behalf because Yuki puts her trust in you. I'll tell you, you're, 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 this situation, and I know a little bit about it, but, but this situation, God's dispatching angels, and God is working with you and for you. Amen, amen. Wow. So thank you, Lord. Don't you appreciate the Lord? I'm going to turn it back to pastor here, and uh, I'm honored to be a part of you. I'm honored to, uh, Pastor Darrell's mom said to me one day, she said, you're a part of the family. I thought, Thank God. That was a beautiful thing. I feel honored. Many of you have seen many times. I just appreciate you. Appreciate the body of Christ. And I love the fact that, you know, when the prophetic word comes, I always say, God thinks he's right. He knows what he's saying. God bless you.